and welcome to Shining on the Spectrum. I'm your host, Quiana, and my daughter Ava was diagnosed with autism at two. Over the last six years, my mission has been to ensure she gets the love and support she needs so she can shine on the spectrum. Each episode, I'll be sharing insight into our six-year journey, and hopefully our experience will help you ensure your child shines as well. Now let's get started. Hey there, Quiana Darden here. Um, welcome back to Shining on the Spectrum, the podcast. Today, I want to have a really um, honest conversation about the importance of exposing your child with special needs to different experiences. Um, I've spoken to several parents who feel who are very cautious about taking their children to restaurants or museums or to other people's homes, um, like to even the park. You know, there are so many things that they are afraid to do with their kids and they prefer to just keep them in the house because they don't know how their child's going to react. They don't know how other people are going to react to them. And I totally understand it. Sometimes I um, take my daughter into certain places or I have in the past and I'm like, oh, I'm not sure how you're going to do in this experience. Um, I don't know if you're if, you know, things are going to go really well or things are going to turn left. But what I found now, six years into her autism journey, she's now eight years old is that the, the the constant exposure to all types of experiences since she was a baby has helped her get to a point where now we can go to so many different places. So um, I'm just thinking about this. Over the weekend, we went to the National Gallery of Art in Washington, D.C. We drove two and a half hours up. We went to the, to the museum. She was very engaged in the museum. She didn't need her phone. We didn't have to say anything about behavior at all. And it was an amazing experience. But I think about all the other times I took her to the museum. She's been going to museums since she was a baby. And, you know, when she was younger, she would have to entertain herself with her phone. She'd be sitting in her stroller, that kind of stuff. Um, But over time, she learned through constant exposure how you behave when you go to a museum. What do you do when you go to a museum? Same thing about going out to eat. We've been going out to eat since she was a little kiddo. And now when we go out to eat, she's a pro. So I'm thinking about all of these different times that I've been constantly exposing her to these things over and over and over and over and over and over again. And I think the more exposure you provide, the easier it can get. Now, obviously, there are some situations where it's the sensory, uh, something sensory that makes it more challenging or, you know, some more extreme cases where it is way harder to take your child out into the world and do different things with them. But I think that for a lot of children, there is that opportunity to expose them to it, to to learn about how to behave in certain situations, to learn about um, how to just be in this world. And we have to expose them to this world if we want them to be part of this world. If we want them to, if we want others to be accepting of them, we have to put them out into the world as well. So There are two reasons why I think this is really important. So one is that if you don't know, you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. So for example, as an adult, if you had never been to a fine dining restaurant with like, you know, seven forks and 15 knives, and you know, they have the whole place setting. You put your plate, your cup on this side, and you put this cup on that side, your wine glass, your water glass, all that stuff. If you had never been exposed to it, it's going to be challenging for you to know how to go into a fine dining restaurant and how to... Uh, you know, where to put this and where to put that and which fork to use and which spoon to use and which knife to use and all of that good stuff. You're not going to know because you were not exposed to it. If you never went to an airport, you're not going to know what you're supposed to do when you go into an airport. So it's the same thing for kids. 
if they've never been to an art gallery, for example, if they've never been to a place where they're supposed to be quiet, if the only experiences they've had are being at home or being in therapy or going to like Chuck E. Cheese or, you know, whatever the case may be, they may not know. And I say Chuck E. Cheese, but really any place where maybe expectations aren't as high, where maybe you can run around the entire time, where you can scream the entire time. Um, but if they don't go to places where the expectations are a little different, they're not going to know that this is how you can and should behave in certain places. This is the social norm or the expectation when you go into this place. This is the expectation when you go on a plane. This is the expectation when you're on a bus. This is the expectation when you're at the park. This is the expectation when you're at the grocery store. This is the expectation when you're at a restaurant. And they may not know at the beginning. So for example, my daughter went to a funeral. Um maybe six months ago. It was maybe only her second time at a funeral in her life. She hasn't had that experience. And I was really nervous because at one point um, when they were, we were at the, the burial site, um, they were saying a prayer and she started to make some noise. And I was like, oh my gosh, we have to keep her, you know, I have to get her quiet. Um, and that is just another experience. You know, I could have said, well, I'm not going to take her to the funeral because she, I don't know how she's going to behave or whatever. But ultimately at the end of the day, she did fine. But that is another experience that she's had in her life that plenty of children have to experience going to a funeral, going to a wedding or whatever, um, and how you behave in that moment. So I'm a strong believer that constant exposure helps a lot. Um, and we can't expect perfection, but we can expect progress if they're regularly exposed to things. So you don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know as, a, as an adult, and you don't know what you don't know as a child. So if we want them to be a part of this world, if we want them to thrive in this world, whether we are with them by their side, whether they are with another adult, and even when we pass on and we're no longer present on this earth with them, then we need to get them out into the world. And we need them to go out and explore and, and, and be a part of the world. And they're not going to do that if we're so afraid to take them outside of the house. We just, they're not going to get the experiences that they need to understand that life is more than school and therapy and home. There's so much more that they're, that you're going to want for them and they're going to want for themselves, but they're going to constantly miss out on opportunities if you don't expose them to life. So this is a really, just a really quick episode, but I just wanted to share that because I use my daughter as a prime example, who at this point at eight years old can go on a plane, a train, a bus, she can go through the airport. She goes to any type of restaurant. We went to a fine dining restaurant a couple of weeks ago. She was fine. We also go to like simple restaurants and she's fine. She does well in, on car trips. And, you know, she's not an, a, a pro. She's not perfect because she is just eight years old. But I've been exposing her to things for so long that she does great at the beach or at an art museum. She does great at a park where she can run around and scream the entire time or where she needs to be quiet. And I don't think that she would be at this place um, if we, if she had not been exposed to these different situations over and over and over again. So my, my tip to you or my, my suggestion is if your child, if you are um, fearful, nervous about taking your child out into the world, into these places because you're afraid of judgment, first of all, forget the judgment. Don't worry about what other people are thinking if your child has a meltdown. Don't worry about what other people are thinking if your child 
is making noise or if your child is doing something that you don't think they want to see or hear or be around. Your child is learning. Your child has to learn to be in this world and don't hold them back from experiences because you are afraid of someone else's judgment, period. Don't care whatsoever. They look at you, look at them back. If they say something, say something back or ignore them. It's up to you. (laughs) But first of all, don't allow that to be the reason why. Second of all, think about what type of accommodations they may need when you go out into the world. So if they have sensory needs, do they need headphones? Do they need to carry a a sensory toy? Um, Do they need to put on sunglasses because lights are bright? Whatever it might be. Think about um, some accommodations that you can provide for them when they are out in the environment. If it's behavior, then work on some of those behaviors. Um, Come up with uh, essentially like a behavior plan for them. And if you're not currently working with like an ABA therapist or, or something like that, consider someone who can help support you in developing a behavior plan for your child um, and see what you can do when it comes to that. Also, keep in mind that when you go out and do things, it doesn't have to be for five hours. For example, if you want to expose them to being in a restaurant, you can take them to the restaurant You can get a quick appetizer and a cup of water and you can leave. It doesn't have to be that it's a whole hour dining experience. It could be 20 minutes, 30 minutes. Take them for lunch or take them just to get a slice of pie for dessert. But keep exposing them to the experience. If it's an art museum in town or a children's uh, museum in town, whatever you feel comfortable taking them to to start with, start there. Spend 20 minutes at the museum identify some of the areas that they are struggling with when you go out and then think about how you can develop a plan to improve those areas where they are struggling more. That would be my recommendation. Don't think that you have to make it an all-day experience. Start small and have patience because understand that you are teaching them how to be in the world, but you are also allowing others to understand and be exposed to children who have autism which we need. We need the world to know that children with autism who are going to be teenagers are going to be adults and they are going to be in the world with them. They are going to be in the world with us. They're not going to be hidden behind at home. They're not going to be hidden in um, just special education classrooms at schools. They're not going to be hidden in therapy programs and they're not going to be hidden in residential programs. They are going to be out in this world. So show people that. Okay, and don't be afraid of judgment. Get out there, try it, do your best, and keep exposing your child. It may be tough, it may be rough, it may be frustrating, but you got this and you can do this. And um, work on, I don't know, work on your own patience when it comes to these things. Um, because you're doing a really great job by exposing your child to the world. They need it. They deserve it. Um, and you also deserve to be able to experience some of these things with your child. And um, as they as they are better able to go out into the world, um, you know, you're, you're going to create so many amazing memories with them that will be with you for a lifetime and with them. So... Those are my two cents on taking your child out into the world and exposing them. I hope this was helpful. Um, If you are looking for additional support on any of this, developing support plans for your child, learning how to take them out into 
the world, all of that good stuff. I encourage you to sign up for the waitlist for the Shining on the Spectrum, the club, which is my autism parent community that's designed to help um, to provide the coaching resources and um, support to make raising a child with autism more joyful and less stressful. So you can go to shiningonspectrum.com slash club or click the link in the description of this podcast to join the waitlist. Doors will be opening again at the end of May. And um, I look forward to joining or I look forward to you joining and me being able to support you throughout your autism parenting journey. If you have any questions about this or anything else, feel free to send me an email to shiningonthespectrum at gmail.com. Um, or feel free to connect with me over on Instagram. I'm Kiana Darn on Instagram and TikTok. I'm Kiana Darn on TikTok. All links are in the bio. Until next time, keep shining on the spectrum. Talk later. Bye.